Serotonin, of course, is the happiness hormone that's involved in feelings of self-confidence, feelings of positivity, mental sharpness and positive mood. And in the past, it was thought to be produced exclusively in the brain. But now we know that most of it actually comes from the gut. And this opens up this new understanding of the gut-brain connection with a far more holistic understanding of how food and lifestyle habits can impact on your mood and on your behavior. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe, and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits, and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine, and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly, and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. Hippocrates put it so well all those years ago when he said, let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. The microbiome is one of the most exciting medical discoveries in recent years. And it's the term given to the community of bugs, bacteria, and microorganisms that live in your body, normally quite healthily and happily, by the way, and mainly in your gut. We're talking serious numbers here, not just millions or billions of bugs, but literally trillions of microorganisms. That's a huge number, somewhat estimated as being as many as 50 trillion. In fact, bugs outnumber human cells in your body by a ratio of 10 to 1, and their DNA outnumbers yours by a whopping 150 to 1. Some people have even suggested that you may be a collection of microorganisms colonized by human DNA, as opposed to being the other way around. So, you know, the microbiome is something that is really becoming front and center now in terms of scientific research. And what we do know is that it's partly inherited from your moment birth and partly contributed to by your lifestyle. And it plays an important role in your health and well-being. It's thought to be as unique for you as your fingerprint. There are hundreds of different species of bugs and the exact composition varies from person to person. And we now know that the microbiome may be involved in pathways that impact your mood, your metabolism, your tendency to gain weight, your immune system, as well as the absorption of key minerals, including calcium and magnesium. And there's no doubt that the modern Western diet with its high sugar, high processed food content is toxic to the needs of a healthy microbiome. And there are, of course, other reasons why someone's microbiome may become imbalanced. And these may include toxic stress, you know, sleep deprivation, lack of exercise, and a potential role of environmental toxins. Research has found that when mice eat a high carbohydrate, high fat diet at random intervals throughout the day and night, their gut microbiome breaks down with only a small variety of bacteria remaining. And this can lead to the mice developing obesity. And it's possible that this same process may affect humans. In other words, that the right combination of bacteria in your gut is important to properly digest food and to stop you storing so much as fat. An imbalance of your microbiome can lead to many physical health problems, including feeling more tired, feeling more stressed, 
more anxious with a tendency to gain weight, low mood, memory problems often known as brain fog and general evidence of inflammation throughout your body. You know, poor sleep, jet lag, shift work, these can also impact on your microbiome in a manner that can trigger weight gain. Fascinating research was done in the States whereby fecal matter from jet lagged individuals was placed into the guts of healthy mice and these mice became obese, whereas fecal material from healthy individuals had no impact on the mice. Other research has looked at the impact of C. diff known as Clostridium difficile. This is a very, very serious hospital acquired infection that can sometimes have fatal consequences. And research has found that when you transfer fecal material from healthy individuals into the back passage of patients suffering from C. difficile by a process known as fecal microbiotal transfer, this can be curative. And that's staggering in terms of its potential implications. And all of this research is really highlighting a growing understanding of the important role that the bugs in your gut, known as the microbiome, can play in maintaining good health and vitality. In terms of your mood, the bugs in your gut, they interact with the foods you eat, they produce a range of chemicals and hormones that impact on feelings of positivity and calm, or conversely, feelings of anxiety, panic and depression. So the microbiome influences the brain neurotransmitters to keep a sense of balance and proportion. In other words, to keep the brain functioning properly. Examples of these neurochemicals include dopamine, acetylcholine and GABA. And the microbiome is now recognized to produce a large percentage of the body's serotonin. Serotonin, of course, is the happiness hormone that's involved in feelings of self-confidence, feelings of positivity, mental sharpness and positive mood. And in the past, it was thought to be produced exclusively in the brain. But now we know that most of it actually comes from the gut. And this opens up this new understanding of the gut-brain connection with a far more holistic understanding of how food and lifestyle habits can impact on your mood and on your behavior. If you're a leader who recognizes, particularly since COVID-19, that living with vitality and building a more resilient mind matter now more than ever for you and your team, then this podcast is for you. For further details, visit drmarkrow.com. I want to look at a few ideas, a few simple but important ways that you can begin to rebalance your microbiome. And of course, I mentioned already the importance of balance in terms of your lifestyle, in terms of being able to recharge from stress, getting enough restorative sleep, exercise and movement. And let's get back to Hippocrates for a moment. Let food be your medicine, let medicine be your food. So let's start looking at some dietary ways that you can rebalance your microbiome for optimal health and vitality. And there's three key ideas here. Firstly, eat lots of prebiotics. So prebiotics are essentially fiber-rich foods that the bugs and bacteria in your microbiome love to feed on. You can't digest fiber because, you know, we lack the enzymes that are needed to break it down. But the bugs in your microbiome, they can break down and digest this fiber. So make sure you include lots of fiber-rich foods in your diet, like oatmeal, bananas, apples, green vegetables, other rich sources of prebiotics, such as garlic, onions, asparagus, tomatoes, carrots, leeks. In other words, think about eating the rainbow each day, a rainbow of color from beetroot and blueberries through to red peppers and everything in between. As I say, that rainbow of 
color can produce hundreds of thousands of health boosting phytochemicals to support you in thinking, feeling and being closer to your best day in and day out. Make sure to include prebiotic super spices. These would include spices like turmeric and cinnamon and ginger. Secondly, probiotics. Eating lots of natural probiotics, this puts friendly strains of bacteria back into your gut. And this would include foods like yogurt, particularly Greek yogurt, fermented foods like kefir, kimchi, sauerkraut, and pickled vegetables, apple cider vinegar, and a delicious lemonade called kombucha is also a probiotic. And thirdly, minimize your intake of prescription antibiotics. I mean, this is a little bit of a no-brainer. Obviously, antibiotics can be life-saving if you've got a severe infection, but often they're over-prescribed and you know, taken too often for simple infections that are that are really viral and they're they're they have no benefit for, for viral infections whatsoever. And antibiotic resistance is a, is of growing concern. Remember anyway that antibiotics they don't just knock out harmful bacteria; they can also knock good bacteria from your microbiome as well. So, you know, if you are on an antibiotic prescribed by your doctor and you do need to take it, make sure you take plenty of prebiotics and probiotics in your diet to mitigate against the adverse effects of the antibiotic on your microbiome. In summary, eat real food for real health. Be more mindful in your food choices. Minimize processed foods and non-fiber based sources of sugar. One of the best ways to maintain a healthy microbiome is to simply eat a diet with a large range of nutritional vitality. Think about the rainbow, eating a, a rainbow of color each day. You know, the good bacteria in your gut like to feed on dietary fiber. And, you know, if your diet is lacking in these, then your gut bacteria will begin to feed on the mucosal lining of your gut instead, which may lead to gut inflammation. So here's something to think about. Food for thought. Do your current food and lifestyle choices. Nurture your microbiome protect your physical and mental health and enhance your overall vitality. Because by appreciating the critical importance of your microbiome, it can enable you to make better lifestyle choices and gift you the benefit of sustainable improvements in your long-term health and well-being, allowing you to live with more vitality. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com